Hey guys, how you living? Good, great, glad to hear that. That's the only part of the intro that I'm going to repeat that I said in the uh, initial thing, except for the fact that Cheese said that I repeated everything. So everything that you're hearing right now is going to be repeated at the front of the episode for Cheese. That's for you, Cheese. <laughs> All right. So in this episode, I talked about the uh, the shooting in Maryland at the newsroom and just broke down that situation a little bit and explained a few things. If, uh, if you didn't understand exactly what went on, tried to catch you up on that and also just gave my take on uh, how maybe the world today could have... Um, uh, could have created that situation or uh, the country rather and at the end of the episode I uh, I explained a song that I wrote called America and I pretty much took the uh, I pretty much took all of the questions out of there that I thought you might have and in the middle of it I, uh, I was going through line at a time explaining what it all meant so that I wouldn't be misunderstood and I got to the second verse and I had just played the song and I knew the whole thing but I couldn't remember what the second part of the second verse was so uh, if there's any questions on anything in the second part of the second verse of the song that you don't understand please I'd love to explain it uh, get at me bruh or bruh it. Anywho, uh, that's all I got for you right now. Um, please donate to the GoFundMe. Check out our Patreon. Uh, pledge something to us monthly. Um, doing really well still in the rankings. I said at the end of the episode we dropped to the to the hundreds for last week, but we were just over the hundreds, um, like one oh something. So still doing really well in the rankings. Um, out of in the hundreds of thousands of podcasts uh we're we're we've been in the top 1000 of uh of podomatic podcasts in the last month so very proud of that very happy for that uh happy birthday to my dad harold hudgens today happy birthday to you july the first also happy birthday to adam justice who uh, actually showed up to play gig last night, even though it was going to be his birthday at midnight. He did good. Proud of you, Adam. You did good for yourself. You did good for us all. Um, but anyway, this this episode ended up being a little longer than I expected. Don't want to keep you anymore. So without further ado, here's my stuff, episode number 38, the Maryland Shooting Talk. Enjoy, folks. Hey, guys. How you living? Are you doing well? That's fantastic. That's just fantastic. That's just the bee's knees. I'm happy to hear it. Oh, goodness. I tell you what, I only I wouldn't be happier unless there was a big old basket of onion rings sitting in front of me. I wonder, you know, I wonder how a fella could lay hold of some onion rings, you know. Inside joke, you wouldn't get it. Uh, I could try to explain. I'd be unsuccessful. Anywho. Cheese told me that I repeated myself in the intro in the last episode, and uh, sorry for that. Also, in the last episode, I called it the old recordings talk. I don't think I specified. Uh, I don't think I specified that these old recordings were uh, old recordings of my old music, uh, things that I recorded when I was like fifteen, and 
not not old podcast recordings. So just a heads up on that that you should know. Anywho, uh, I'm gonna get right into it. There was a shooting in a newsroom in Maryland, and um, apparently, the story this story is like totally a web of no pun intended. I know Spider-Man was into the news. Um, it was, it, this whole story is a web of all kinds of different craziness. So, um, apparently this dude, I'm gonna try to start this in the beginning. Apparently this dude sent a bunch of inappropriate messages to this girl that he knew from high school through Facebook. And, uh, she filed a report against him, which led to him pleading guilty to harassment charges. And, uh, in this, in this, uh, he, yeah, he apparently pled guilty to, to the harassment charges. There's another repeat cheese. Sorry. <laughs> um, this paper, the Capitol Gazette in uh, Maryland, wrote the story with the headline, the dude's Now I'm not going to give the dude's name. I'm not going to give him the dignity of, of making this guy famous at all. Um, yeah, not like this is what, uh, not like this is the uh, platform in which fame is, is uh, given. But the the headline was, dude's name just wants to be your friend. When there was insert dude's name, you can Google it if you want. I don't give a shit. And I got most of my stuff here from uh, New York Times. Um, so he didn't like that too much. He didn't like the fact that they were they were like making pretty much making fun of the guy, like uh, putting him in the, like making the the story about him or whatnot. He didn't like that too much. So he attempted to file a defamation lawsuit against the Gazette. And, and he, he also tried to represent himself in that because he felt that his reputation has been harmed. And then three months after filing that initial suit or a lawsuit, yeah, initial lawsuit, he filed another report claiming invasion of privacy. Now this article was printed in 2011 so the trial that the the trial for this shit was in 2013. So that's already 2 years of just whatever goes into this. This guy just sitting there by himself who is obviously a delusional person in his own head just just going through all these different situations or whatever of how he has been the victim and how he has been wronged and all of this stuff. So there's 2 years of that and him going back and forth in the courts with the with the gazette before they actually have a trial so that's that's 2 years and then from 2013 to when he actually went into this place and shot it up the other day obviously has been 5 years so the initial story from this which I've already kind of told don't don't hurt me cheese I'm sorry I'm just I, see I think cheese just wants to be shouted out I think that's why he wants to wants me to say things or, or repeat things, repeat things, repeat things. You get it? <laughs> All right. So the initial story was this guy went on Facebook. He found this girl that he went to high school with. And the the article I read said that it, it was like 
over a year's worth of time in which this guy was asking for, like inadvertently asking for help, I think is the words they used. Inadvertently asking for help. Also, just pretty much just saying a bunch of negative things to her, calling her vulgar names, telling her that she should kill herself, and just all kinds of horrible shit. And this went on for nearly a year. Um, so the dude apparently has like, after, after the Gazette or after, all right, after the girl went and filed the report against this guy because of the things that she had said, which it was a harassment claim in which he pled guilty to, he pled guilty to this thing. And then the Gazette obviously are involved in the court systems. You got newspaper, you got newspaper articles that are going to be released. Um, you got newspaper articles that are going to be released by anything that goes on in the court system, right? It's news in the town, so it's going to be in the papers. There's nothing unnatural about that. It's always been that way. So they post or, or post the story. They, they yeah they publish this story and. This guy goes back and goes through all the court system, which we've already talked about, as if like that was what was going to ruin his reputation, as if that story was what ruined his reputation. And it has nothing in the world to do with, uh, has nothing in the world to do with the fact that this guy sent all these inappropriate messages to this girl or whatever and caused her to... After a year of, and I mean, I know a lot of inappropriate messaging goes on on the Facebook and I know, or Snapchat or whatever have you. I know a lot of that goes on, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, um, it's not. I don't think this too huge of a deal, but after a year of of things as serious as you should kill yourself and all the vulgar names and whatnot, after a year of that, that's just. It, that, that's that's a horrible situation to be in, and for this girl to feel the need to go to the police about this guy, like it's obviously a situation that's what's going to hurt your reputation, bro. But seriously though, it's like been a long drawn out situation. That stuff happened for over a year. <clears throat> then she filed the claim against him. And then another two years after that, he's in the courts with the newspaper, with the Gazette, and now he's got this Facebook page that he's made to bash the Gazette, in which he's used that as a vessel to pretty much make himself the victim over the course of all this bullshit, which is totally bullshit, and it's like terrifying now like this dude planned on doing something he knew what he wanted to do he made a plan to do this it was a long drawn out situation he had a long time to plan it and he did exactly what he wanted to do and that's terrifying there's nowhere good left to hide no more and i got i got a line in a song called by the way in america i got a song that i wrote called america uh with a line in it there ain't nowhere good here left to hide no more and a lot of people misunderstand that song. So at the end of this uh, talk, which is very short, by the way, uh, don't have a lot more in this part of the conversation before I start explaining the song. I'm going to play that song. I'm going to break it down so that people don't misunderstand what I meant by that. Recycle your plastics. 
Um, so anyway, it's terrifying that there's nowhere good that anybody can hide from, from being subjected to that sort of, uh, excuse me, um, that sort of an outburst from somebody. And like, you can't go to, people can't go to college or school or a music festival or now to work without risking being shot a couple years ago in Charleston, there was a, a restaurant on King street. This guy got fired or whatever. And he went in and like a couple days later and shot the place up. Like, cause he got fired. Like, I mean, that's fucking ridiculous. Like the, the, the people have a horrible habit, have it. People have a horrible habit of overreacting to situations that could just have been handled by, by talking or or just immediately discussing a situation like i notice even people around me that that think that they might not fall into a category with so many similar similarly minded people who definitely overreact to situations <clears throat> everybody overreacts to situations these days and uh i mean it seems this guy was super pissed about his reputation being tarnished, but wasn't too concerned with it when he was sending horrible messages to a girl. By the way, you can have police reports filed on you by things that you say through Facebook Messenger. So, like, keep that in mind. Think about that for a minute. That sticks and stones are bullshit. Like, I'll tell you why. In the time when people handled their issues immediately, Rather than like taking the time to let it sit and simmer in your brain and fester and uh, just make you bitter and you'll create situations and become delusional because the situation just picks you apart. Rather than doing shit like that, rather than just handling their shit and or, or and then letting it build up over time and exploding into something totally uncalled for like there's just not there, there's no reason for that i don't understand that like back in the time when the whole stick like i said back in the time when sticks and stones may break my bones was a thing yes Sticks and stones can physically bruise your bones and physically hurt your physical body. But your brain and your mind is so much more fragile. And uh, attacking somebody's mental shortcomings is becoming a bigger problem. And traditionalists aren't caring about that at all. And I'm a traditionalist in a lot of situations. <clears throat> and a week's worth of gigs has got my... Uh, Got my throat repairing a lot of uh, a lot of vocal tears, I believe. Let's go with that. Anywho, uh, yeah, attacking somebody's mental shortcomings is becoming a huge problem, and a lot of folks who have not caught up to the modern way of thinking, it, they don't care about that. Now, this poor girl had a year's worth of negativity from this guy. Before she got up the nerve to actually do something about it. And he feels like he was the victim in this situation. That's delusional. That's 100% delusional. You can't spew negativity at someone for X amount of time and then get pissed off 
when you have to answer for the things in which you've said or done. And that is something that anyone, any, any listener out there, anybody who can hear this, that's something that you can apply to your life. And I mean, I, I lived a long time where I was a literal shitty person and I said a lot of shitty things and I've done a lot over the last few years of my life to make up for those shitty things that I did. And I, uh, I don't know this, this guy feels like he's a, he's the victim and he's delusional and that's just, uh, there's, it's, there's only one way to go about that. He's a, he's he's an idiot. He's delusional. Uh, he has made his bed and he deserves to lay in it. And now five people are dead because this guy felt like his reputation was tarnished. See, this guy is so delusional that he is literally taking the lives of five human beings because they brought light to something that he would rather the world not know about. And he's a nobody. He's absolutely a nobody. Like this is fucking mafia shit that he's trying to pull on people. But the only thing is that he gets caught while he's high. And I was reading, reading this article and I didn't want to go through a lot of the, the, uh, horrible details of it but one thing that sticks in my mind that i didn't even write down but is just in my mind is that this guy who was being interviewed um was under his desk while he was literally watching people who he could see from under his desk being shot falling to the ground and dying hearing silence and hearing the guy reload his gun again. Like these are the sort of things that just like, uh, I, I mentioned, I mentioned on a sunset grill podcast a few times and, uh, that people should not be able, people shouldn't have to fear for their lives or leave. Uh, and in regards to the Las Vegas shooting, um, at the country festival, people shouldn't, leave a music festival with PTSD. And that's 100% what will happen. This guy, these, these folks, the survivors went to work one day last week and, uh, left with post-traumatic stress syndrome because they were shot at and, uh, they, they'll have to live with that for the rest of their lives. And that's a horrible situation. And, uh, nobody should have to, nobody should have to go through that. But just hearing the uh, reading the the this guy's recount of of what happened was devastating to me, and uh, I hate that we live in a world in which that is. Uh, I hate we live in a world in which that is a uh, an option now, and I say it all the time when people ask. Can they can they come up and uh, and play a song, or can they come up and play their harmonica, or can they come up and sing with me, or can I say something in the microphone real quick, or whatever have you? I'm like, you know, uh, my excuse is always, I'm sorry, I I totally would, but if I let you do it, everybody in this room is then gonna then is gonna see that everybody in this room is gonna see that as an option. And then that's how it's all going to end up, and uh, I, and I'll I'll lose control of of the stage. And that's, that's important to me. 
as it is, I think, any musician is, is having control of your stage. And uh, I, I, uh, I'm not interested in, in, uh, in giving that over to someone, especially in the middle of the show. Last night, my buddy Will Newhouse was at our gig in, uh, in Wilmington, Cornbread gig in Wilmington. And he's an accomplished musician. I know him well. He actually played a few songs in our in our set break. And I played a couple songs with him, and it was great. And that situation is fine. But in the middle of a song, don't walk up to, don't walk up to me and be like, Hey, man, I, I play a little guitar, and I sing good. And I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit, dude. Go sit the fuck down. But somebody like Will, great musician. I don't mind at all if he wants to do a little jamming with us. And there's a, there's a couple people who have a, who have a pass in which I've said in other, other things, but we're not doing a recount of that episode. Um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that thought. Uh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, I'll rope it back in soon, but, uh, but either way, I wanted to explain a little bit of the, uh, the song America, I have a line in that song that says, uh, there ain't nowhere good left to hide no more. And it's, it's, it's very country sounding because I, <clears throat> I like to write like that. Excuse me. I gotta, gotta get all this. Let, let's have some more water. Let's have some more, more of this good water. See Walmart, go get you one of these things for like 10 bucks. Stop getting the plastics. Your tap water's just fine. I think. I don't want to go on record as saying that. I don't know where you live. I don't know what your tap water's like. It's okay here in the inlet. So anyway, this song, uh, America, is uh, this song. One of those things, and a lot of songwriters know they have these songs sometimes that just fall out, like. Uh, like you know, you you drop a bag and something rolls out, and it's like, okay, there's that. Every now and again, when you're writing a song, there's something that if you if you touch on a uh, <clears throat> excuse me if you touch on a like a sentimental note or something that's important to you, or something that you're passionate about, uh, sometimes songs will just fall out, and it's like you start writing, and by the time you get done writing, it's been you know five minutes, and you're like, oh, okay, so so uh, so this is it, this is done. And this song, I, I didn't change a whole lot of this. Maybe just a couple of words here or there. Maybe a different line in some places. But uh, this song is pretty much turned out exactly how it how it started. So I'm going to play this song, and then I'm going to explain what I mean in this song. <clears throat> Well, I hail from a land of rifles, Thursday evening ten revivals, dusty fields and dusty Bibles, don't nobody read no more, waging war against who ain't fighting, feet in mouths and barkers biting, too much wrongs and no one writing, cause don't nobody write no more. Wading water deep and wide from near the shore up mountainside. There ain't nowhere good here left to hide no more. 
Lifting heavy breaking backs and lift and pick up all their slack. No one knowing how to act in America. In America. America. Yeah, well, they say this world is changing. We need to do some rearranging. And all's well if you're the same after all the changing is done. Cause they build it on our shoulders. Said the bronze is getting golder. And we bought all they ever sold, Lord, and we did so with a smile. Waiting water deep and wide from near the shore up mountainside. There ain't no less good here left to hide no more. Lifting heavy breaking backs and overdose on what we lack. No one knowing how to act in America, here in America, here in America. Beaten down and pulled together, shook the ashes off our feathers, broken free from every tether they'd provide. Handed wrong but still refusing Doing right despite our losing Being lied to ain't amusing America Wedding water deep and wide From near the shore up mountainside Cause there ain't no place good here left to hide no more Lifting heavy breaking backs And by our feelings off the rack no one knowing how to act in America Lifting heavy breaking backs Just waiting for our next attack No one knowing how to act in America Here in America Here in America Well, I hail from the land of rifles, Thursday evening tent revivals, cotton fields and dusty Bibles that don't nobody read no more. That's America. So, basically, I'm going to just do, we were, we, Cornbread played at the Pilot House for Blue Crab Festival this past year, or, or, or earlier this year, and, um... Shit, actually, earlier this month. Was it this month? I, I have no concept of time. It's been a, a, a earlier this year. Anyway, um, we played this gig, and I've told you guys about my buddy Drake, who always, uh, he tips in vinyl. He always brings me a record every time we play up there, and it's the coolest, coolest dude ever. Always gives a really, really sweet, rare album every time we go, and I really appreciate him. He's always invited us to go over to his house afterwards, and we have sort of a tradition. We'll leave Pilot House and go Casa Villa and get Mexican food. We've always done that. But this time we're like, yeah, sure. We'll stop by and hang out for a second. And uh, Drake's a fan. He he loves the music, and he's, he's like I said, given me so many rare records that we owe, we, we owed time with him, which uh, I, I know is a bad way to put it, but it, it, it's how I look at things. Um Stopped by Drake's house, and uh, he was um, he was listening to our little EP, our cornbread EP, and uh, 
America came on and he said, well, you really, he said, he was sarcastically saying, well, I bet you, well, you can't tell your political views from this song at all. And I started thinking about it. I was like, I guarantee you that most people, if they judge my political views on that song, they've got my political views wrong because I, I feel like, uh, there's a lot in that song that can be misunderstood. First off, there's a, there's a certain things in the song that mean exactly that. And they're very obvious. So like, uh, I hail from a land of rifles, the South, obviously, uh, Thursday evening tent revivals, dusty fields and dusty Bibles. All that, all that's just saying I'm from the South. I'm from the country. I'm from where people, you know, where there's dusty fields and where there's, uh, but also dusty fields and dusty Bibles don't know by, that don't nobody read no more. I feel very adamant about that. I'm a Christian. I don't spew that on people. And, uh, uh, like, like most Christians do, because I think that's the downfall of Christianity is people, is people doing that. Um, but I feel personally that, uh, a lot of people are getting their idea from what the Bible is and what it says from just people in church or, or people who don't read the Bible, who just see folks who claim to be a Christian and uh post things uh biblical things on facebook but then they see them out in the world doing other things and they associate all christians with that and i I disagree with that but and which is hence the line dusty bibles nobody reads anymore because people would rather get their uh idea of what god or christianity or christians are from other people rather than getting it from the book itself and i think that is foolish but we're not going down that road. That's a whole nother podcast, which I've been promising for a while, by the way. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll get to that podcast in the next few months. But um, this, that one's going to be a huge one. And it might be a Bible series because I, I uh, well, we're not going there. Dusty Fields, Dusty Bibles, don't nobody read no more. Um, waging war against who ain't fighting. It seems like. We're always trying to uh, to pick on the people who are who are just docile and not really uh, not really looking for a confrontation. So it's like th- these people are easy to defeat. So we'll we'll go after them. And I don't mean that in 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 a stand. Even though the song is called America, I don't mean that from a standpoint of the American nation. I mean that as a standpoint of America, as in the America that lives in, in all Americans like that. Like we, we want to pick on the weak people. We want to, that that's, that seems like our, our MO as, as a, as a people, as, as Americans, uh, waging war against who ain't fighting. And, and people think I'm saying feeding mouths, but I'm not saying feeding mouths. I'm saying feet in mouths like people people who have just talked themselves into a corner and uh they they they're just they they don't even realize it and their foot's in their mouth and everybody else can see their foot in their mouth and they have no idea and that's a huge problem that's running rampant in America right now is just people uh feet in mouths and barkers biting like most people 
Uh, you, you've all heard the old old school term, the uh, all bark and no bite. Well, now barkers are biting. You've got people like this guy who I won't name walking into a, a newsroom in Maryland who normally would just be a guy who's on Facebook uh, keyboard warrioring away at this uh, gazette. Well, now he's biting like a barker is biting. He walked into this place and he shot five and shot and killed five people and injured two more. And I think those numbers are right. Uh, but feet, feet in mouths and barkers biting too much wrong and no one right too much wrong and no one writing. And I, I did, I said that too much wrong and no one writing, not in the aspect of writing, but there's too much wrong and nobody who cares to do right. Like there's too much wrong and not a lot of people who care to do, do the right thing anymore. And, uh, then I said, but cause don't nobody write anymore, which I, I, uh, I, I inverted those, the meaning of those words like, uh, wrong and right mean actual wrong and right. But when I say nobody writes anymore, I do mean nobody really writes anymore. It seems like in the music industry, a lot of people have all their songs written for them. Nobody writes their own things anymore. So wading water deep and wide from near the shore up mountainside, there ain't nowhere good left to hide no more from the valley, from, from the depths of the ocean to the tip of a mountaintop. There's nowhere safe for anybody to hide anymore in this country. Because like I said earlier, schools, workplaces, music festivals, you name it, are now subject to the possibility of having someone come in and just shoot the place up. Lifting heavy, breaking backs, and overdose on what we lack. Like, uh, obviously lifting heavy, breaking backs is that, that the, the wholesome folks in the country and the, the world really are, are carrying everyone else on our backs and it's making us all look bad. The people who can't do this thing right. Or, or even not, not even to throw right into it, but the people who don't do this thing from a, a place of love or, or, or wholesome behavior or however you want to, you want to think about it. We're carrying those people on our backs and it's breaking our backs. Like we're lifting heavy. It's taking all, it's heavy to be an American these days. It's, it's a heavy, it's a heavy thing. And a lot of people who, and you got, you, you do have the group who's like, oh, being America is the best thing in the world. And like, if you, if you think about it, it being America is pretty awesome. Yes. But look at all the people who are pissing all over that. Like I'm just as ashamed of of America as I am Christianity at this point because of how people are treating that possession of uh, power as an American or, or, or not, not necessarily power. There's a better word I could use there. Uh, just that responsibility or even just what the label may mean. So uh, there's a lot of that going on. Uh, lifting heavy, breaking backs, overdose on what we lack. We, uh, all, all we want is what we don't have and we'll overdose on that thought until it kills us. Um, no one knowing how to act in America. I mean, that's, that's pretty straightforward. The second verse, they say this world is changing. We need to do some rearranging all's well, as long as you're the same after all the changing is done. I wrote this song during the election before Trump was elected and it's the fact that everybody's saying they say the world's changing. We need to do some rearranging 
all's well if you're the same after all the changing is done, meaning that the folks were saying we need you need Donald Trump to be your president because he's not a politician. The things are changing. We want to change. We don't want things to be the same anymore. Now, and all this, all these changes can occur and will occur, and that's all fine, well, and dandy, but you've got to be the same. You've got to have the same outlook on these things once these changes are done, and all's well if you do. So that's basically that that verse. Uh, all, all's well if you're the same after all the changes are done. Um, what comes next? The world is changing. Need to do some rearranging. All's well if you're the same after all the changing is done. Hmm. Can't remember what I say after that. See, I got, I got, I got a little, little sidetracked. Got a little sidetracked thinking about the. Uh, well, if you're the same after all the changing is done. Mm. <laughs> this is hilarious. I can't even remember the lyrics to my own song that I'm trying to break down. We'll figure. I, 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 either way, I, I, there's there's a, that second verse is pretty self-explanatory. Um, the, the the main thing that I wanted to get out, and the main uh, thing that I wanted to say is in the last verse, there's a part where I say, uh, um, "Beaten down and pulled together," meaning that America got punched in the throat a bunch of times over the last few years with the whole. Uh, there, there's a problem with the, with the racism. There's a problem with the police brutality. There's a problem with the shootings and mass shootings and church shootings. And just, there's a, there's an issue with the shootings and there's an issue with all of that. And we're basically all beaten down as a country. We're beaten down as a people. And, uh, but through that being beaten down, we've been pulled together through this. And uh, beaten down and pulled together, shook the ashes off our feathers. Most people think, talking about America, I must be talking about an eagle. I'm not talking about an eagle, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking about a phoenix, which is a fictional uh, creature in Harry Potter, who, uh, when it reaches the end of its quote-unquote life, it bursts into flames and from the ashes that it burns into a baby phoenix a a baby phoenix rises from those ashes and it is new again once it reaches burning day and, and there's a dumbledore has a line in harry potter that says oh uh, harry potter says your bird uh, there was nothing i can do and dumbledore says uh Yes, it's been uh, or expected. It's been looking dreadful for days. So I, I just had that that those words in my mind that the phoenix looked dreadful for days before it burned. And Dumbledore saying, you know, I expected this. I, I saw it coming, basically. And that's exactly what the country's in. The situation the country's in right now is that we're in the dreadful days of where we just look horrible, and it, it's. Uh, I believe we're in the middle of bursting in the flames right now. And uh, when we rise from these ashes, shook the ashes off our feathers and broken free from every tether. Have you played tetherball? Tether is something that has lashed you to something, a leash, if you will, a tether. 
broken free from every tether they'd provide. And they being basically the powers that be who give you these list a few things that you can accept and you can uh, agree with and you can support and you'll still be amongst the uh, the well thought of in the community. That's they. We've broken free from all the tethers that they'd provide. So now people are actually having their own opinions to a fault almost. Almost to a fault. This whole, the whole, and I, I, I'm not taking anything away from someone. If you want to identify as whatever, I don't personally agree with that. And I also believe that someone who is mostly on the side of science would not shun biology and simple biology. But who am I to say that? I, I'm, I, I'm not jumping on that. Uh, not, 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 not kicking that ant bed. Um, but anyway, um, Broken down and pulled together, shook the ashes off our feathers, broken free from every tether they'd provide. Uh, Handed wrong and still refusing, doing right despite our losing. That's the part I feel like people misunderstand a lot, doing right despite our losing. We were handed wrong and we're still refusing. I wrote this song shortly after uh, Donald Trump became the Republican frontrunner and Hillary Clinton became the Democratic frontrunner. And that was my response to handed wrong and still refusing. Like both of these situations were wrong. We, uh, We lost as America by having to choose between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. And, uh, we, we lost by having those two choices and, uh, being, uh, or handed wrong and still refusing doing right. Despite our losing, like we, we're, we're still, it seems that, that people are coming around to the, and a lot of stubborn people are not so quick to catch up on that. But, uh, I'd say give it a generation, and we should we we should be uh, be through all of these issues as far as i hope being lied to ain't amusing and that's very simple to the fact that like uh you had cnn and fox news giving the same story with two different viewpoints somebody's lying being lied to ain't amusing and uh there's a the last chorus is uh, lifting heavy breaking backs by our feelings off the rack. Back in the day, before there were general stores that had uh, that had just clothes that would fit any average person off the rack, you had to go to your tailor and have your clothes tailored to you. And that being lied to ain't amusing all into buying our feelings off the rack. Your feelings are something that should be tailored to you. You should have your own feelings. You shouldn't go, you you shouldn't buy your feelings off the rack. You shouldn't buy, buy a, a feeling that has been mass produced for similarly sized people, so to speak, for lack of a better term. You should have your feelings tailor-made to you. You should, uh, 
it shouldn't be the kind of thing that you share that with with me. And, and of course, maybe maybe just just for some odd reason, you're the exact same dimensions as someone else mentally or emotionally or however you want to look at it. Maybe you are the same size as someone uh, emotionally, and that and that their their suit might fit you. But for the majority of people, we're all different. You shouldn't buy your feelings off the rack. You should have your feelings tailor made to yourself, and you should you should do that. Now, I uh, that's the main thing that I wanted to uh, wanted to explain about that particular song uh, was was because uh, I realized in the thing that Drake said about well, your politics are very uh, cut and dry out in this song, and I didn't think so. And I listened to it, and I was like, well, yeah, I think someone could misunderstand what I meant. So that's what I wanted to clear up here. Who we got there? Oh, I missed that uh, I missed that comment, whatever it was. I'll check it out later. But um, I, uh, I don't know. I, I wanted to not be misunderstood. That's my whole MO in life. And a lot of people... Over the over the course of uh, of my life, in times in which I've said, uh, like gone into explaining a lot of things about myself, was perceived as narcissism. When actually all it is is just uh, fear of being misunderstood. So I take a lot of time in explaining things that I say and do, so that uh, I am not misunderstood. But uh, anyway, I, that, that's all I wanted. I, I still can't remember that second verse for some reason. And I also don't remember uh, the thought that I was that I was trying to go into when I was talking about uh, people coming up onto the stage or whatever. Or uh, I'm pretty sure it had something to do with control or maintaining control or losing it or whatever have you. But anywho, uh, that's all I got for you in this episode. And I thought it was going to be shorter than it was. Um, but I think that's always the case. I could probably stop saying this is going to be a very short episode because they rarely are. And I, I lie, lie to you unknowingly and I'll admit to it. I'll admit to it. But one thing I hate being called is a liar, man. Cause I don't lie. It takes an entire life of being honest for you to die an honest man, but it don't take but one lie for somebody to call you a liar and for you to be one forever. Where I'm all over the board in this one. All right. Things to watch this week. Watch Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. They got a new season coming out. 12 more episodes, I think, uh, coming out on Friday, if I'm not mistaken. F is for Family. Love Bill Burr. Watch F is for Family on Netflix. And also... Epic Family is animated. Also, another animated show on Netflix I want you to watch is Big Mouth. Watch Big Mouth. It's hilarious. It's about kids going through puberty. And it's animated so they can get away with a lot of crazy shit that you wouldn't be able to do in a live action. So, um... Watch, watch that. Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. F is for Family and Big Mouth. All of these are available on Netflix. Went through an emo phase yesterday. I listen to emo music all day. Emo is my favorite kind of music, which is uh, probably not a not surprise to a lot of folks um, who've heard, who've talked to me. But I love emo music. Listen to these albums who shaped that shaped my youth. Taking Back Sunday. Tell all your friends. Get that album. My Chemical Romance. Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. Awesome album. And. 
They're two brand new albums, but the one I'm offering to you in this one is Deja Intendu. I ordered it on Amazon. It should be here tomorrow. Um, I'm not even going to give you a preface on that. Just listen to those things. If you don't know what they are, type in Taking Back Sunday, My Chemical Romance, or Brand New, and listen to listen to their top top songs and decide whether you want to go any further with it. I always encourage people to listen to full albums because uh, you, you get what the actual what actually what the artist meant rather than just uh, interpretation. So there's that. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we dropped uh, we dropped back into the hundreds last week for a weekly rating, but uh, we were right on. We was like one oh something. We were like one one oh something at the end of the week last week. So we're still right there in the hundreds and uh, pretty much the top top podcasts in the in the Potomatic world. So thank you guys for making that happen. Um, please go to our Patreon, go to our GoFundMe, which you can find links to on the Facebook page for uh, my stuff, and donate if your heart has led you to. Uh, subscribe to all the channels. We are on Google Play. Confirmed last episode uh, as well. We're we're uh, we're on Google Play. I think we're on Spotify. I don't do the Spotify thing, so I don't know. Subscribe to YouTube channel, subscribe to Apple, subscribe to Podomatic. Once again, thank you guys for listening so much. Love you. Mean it. Peace, bitches.